Shorts Film Festival. We're seated here with the team from Good Daughter, mm -hmm. Rachel and Danielle. Danielle, you were the DP, correct? Mm -hmm, yes. And Rachel, director? Yes. All right. Hey, guys. We're so excited. We're excited so to be here. here. Thanks for joining us. Thanks yeah. for having us. Always. Now, we have 10 to 15 minutes. They're short interviews. Great. So before we dive into more of like the technical, practical, and creative, what is The Good Daughter about? Okay. Good Daughter is about a small-time con artist who rips off elderly dementia patients by pretending to be their daughter evil. until the con catches up with her. Yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh you know, so a lighthearted comedy. Yes. <laughs> and we love a good director-DP duo. How did you guys find each other? Oh. <laughs> so I love Danielle. Danielle and I, and I met... Oh, thank you. <laughs> we are both from Kentucky originally, mm -hmm. and we met on the first feature that I directed. She was the B-cam op. Mm -hmm. And I remember on day one, I had no idea what I was doing, and I brought, like, I had these custom baseball caps made Cute. with the logo from the movie. Oh. And, like, no one took them because the crew was like, hmm. Uh, and Danielle did, and she wore it throughout the shoot, and it meant so much to me. I and guess. every time... You know, I was looking at A cam and B cam. Of course, the DP's footage was great, but Danielle, it was just like she she could take everything that was in my head and put it on camera, oh. and I just fell in love with her instantly. My goodness, that <laughs> is magic. <laughs> Collaboration she like that is. is the best. Yeah, um, finding your collaborator, wh whatever head of department it is, it's just once it happens, it's magical. So I'm so happy you have that. Um, so. For these interviews, we did a little intake form for the filmmakers that we're interviewing, and uh, and I have a few things that you guys wrote down about the what was unique about the film's production, and I want to dive right in. Mm -hmm. um, so let's talk about the fire in the film. Well, the fire, but you had the brother that did the thing, right? <laughs> okay. Did the thing. Did the, yes. did the thing. Yeah. Well, I, I think it's just one of the most visually kind of special um, scenes in the film where there's fire in a, in a barrel, mm -hmm. um, in, a, in a burn bin. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Yeah, I really don't know. But my brother is a firefighter. Oh, wow. And okay. so one of his fire friends came out and supervised us. And there's this amazing shot of Danielle literally over the fire mm. shooting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, wow. But I think it's just beautiful if you want to talk about like the... How you how you shot that? Cause how do you make it gorgeous. beautiful? How do you make it beautiful? Um, well, you know, fire in a barrel already looks pretty good. Yeah. Right. Um, but no, it was fun. We got. I mean, we had a ladder. My gaffer had me safely. Yes. Um, yeah. and then we also had some glimmer glass in front of the lens to nice. like really make that fire glow. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was. It felt really magical. What type of glimmer glass was quarter eighth mm, half? Quarter. Okay, great. That's I'm a my DP. favorite one. <laughs> I'm like, let's if we're gonna mention glimmer glass, let's mention uh, yeah, yes, I mean, the strength. Is our normal <laughs> cinematography for actors audience probably at this point hears the word glimmer glass and perks up a little bit because I know I I was like, oh, I've heard of that before. Yeah. Okay, at least really the actor exactly side of our duo. Oh, okay. And so I've it's, heard it yeah. said multiple times. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like the cue in of the context, which is so much fun. <laughs> right. And then. Let's talk about the decision of camera movement that mm. you guys had, because I know that was like a big conversation that, um, and you were looking at mirroring the movement of the camera to the emotional arc of your character. So can we talk about, from a director standpoint, that yeah. emotional arc, and from a DP standpoint, what the decision-making process around that was? Yeah, so uh, when the film starts out, I really didn't want people to know that she was a con artist okay. just yet. Uh, mm -hmm. I wanted you to think that she was just the daughter of uh, a dementia patient having a really hard time. Um, so we started with some pretty traditional kind of camera movement, uh, Dana Dolly mm -hmm. um, sticks, 
uh, things that were quiet that really let you kind of sit into the movie. And then once we realized that, uh, or the audience realized that she's a con, there was one of my favorite shots in the movie is she's walking towards camera after the first scene and then she passes the camera and turns around and all of a sudden it gets a little bit bumpier and we're on a rickshaw dolly. Mm -hmm. And like we start to move and it becomes a little more handheld. And so when things are... Uh, a little bit shakier for her. Danielle is like a master at handheld. Awesome. She's one of the best I've ever seen. Thank you. Um, and and so, I really wanted to shoot everything from her perspective. Um, and and Danielle did an amazing job of, of making that happen, so that the audience can feel what she's feeling as, she, as you go through the film. Yeah, and even on like um, even with lighting, like that first scene is such a different movie than the end of the film. Yep. You know. Um, like it was supposed to be like angelic and smooth and beautiful um and then it was fun to be like all right now rickshaw dolly little Mm -hmm. bumpy all right now let's just run and go yeah um and i think we work well together in the way that we kind of have this language where it's like oh should it be yeah it should be okay got it it. (laughs) we love to see it Mm -hmm. um and then working with cast Mm -hmm. for the camera movement and the visual language because it seems even through these short discussions that you you both had a pretty strong idea of going in of what your visual dogma would be what was the what was the experience like working with talent what were the cues you were giving how much context to the movement things like that um, so we had a very, uh, the lead of our film was Samantha Sloyan. And, um, and so she's very experienced and you don't really have to te- cue her into what's going on with mm-hmm. the camera. She just kind of can feel it. And I think you can speak more to that because it feels like you all were like, almost had a dance going mm-hmm. on during during shooting. Yeah, what sort of communication were you having with her directly? You know, we do, like, I always, first day, I kind of say, like, hey, is it okay if I touch? Yeah, because mm-hmm. sometimes yes. I just have to, like, ooh, just go over just a little go. bit. But really, mm-hmm. I mean, it was a short shoot, but we got, we definitely had a dance, had a language. She could always feel. Um, and, and she moves so, like, gracefully around me yeah. all the time. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We really kind of worked well together. Yeah, most of our discussions revolved around character and intention. Mm-hmm. And I just always feel like she inherently knew what to do. Yeah, absolutely. Wow, that is dreamy and fantastic. Isn't yeah. it? Yeah. You're I know. like, you get it, you got it. Like, <laughs> to have a team of that almost, it sounds like it's... Congratulations. When it works, it really works. Yeah. And that's rare, but they, it really worked on this. Yeah. yeah. That's fantastic. I have written down here, lighting-wise, for the Earl getaway scene mm-hmm. sequence. Yes. So what did what was the setup like? How did we achieve it? <laughs> so I'll start by saying that uh, this the, this film had four different nursing home locations. Oh, my and, goodness. Wow. Right? Yeah. And <laughs> Real those are, like, working nursing homes that you convinced? Well... One, yeah. one of those, but those are incredibly hard to get because yes. of all the state regulations and because it's just really disruptive to the residents. Mm-hmm. So we ended up shooting this whole getaway sequence in the surgery center of a plastic surgeon's office. And I walked in and I was like, wow, this is really beautiful yes. for like this a nursing home. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, Danielle had the great idea to just kind of lean into it and do this beautiful lighting effect that I'll just let you talk about. Um, yeah, we wanted that like... We ha- that scene is one of my favorites. We have this really harsh light coming mm-hmm. in, landing on the patient. She's in the shadow. I feel like we played a lot with that the whole time of, like, let's always keep her in this, like, darkness, mm-hmm. um, which was fun. And then the actual getaway scene. I love 
get like chaos mode yes and so it's just like just run and i'll run after you mm-hmm. and like ac like let him come in and out of focus mm-hmm. um but it was really fun to shoot oh, yeah wonderful. that that set was it was very stark white and i know usually it's like Deep a big nightmare. no-no <laughs> to to shoot in a room that is has nothing on the walls really but it's very stark white but it felt very uh like a nod to 2001 in the the lighting that you did it was really gorgeous thank you yeah amazing i love hearing that some dps like to work in chaos mode (laughs) where an actor can just run because something that we focus on a lot in cinematography for actors is sometimes there is there is a responsibility on an actor to understand like you gotta stay you know you gotta stay at least there's a lead and follow going on and you gotta like think about the camera behind you and you're saying that your actor could feel the camera uh, which is wonderful and a very good thing. But the idea that sometimes you can just go chaos up and mode. it doesn't matter and the AC's like, well, it doesn't matter. Like, yeah. that's fun. That's and fun it keeps job. the energy going, which is a yeah. lot of fun. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Um, come see The Good Daughter last night. You could have seen it. <laughs> come so and you, see you it missed last it. night. <laughs> but um, what's great about Holly Shorts is that alongside of the in person festival in Hollywood, California, there's also BitPix, which is the virtual fest. So you can catch Good Daughter on BitPix. Thank you so much, Danielle and Rachel, for joining us. And uh, we can't wait to have you back. Congratulations. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you. See you guys later. Bye. 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 See you all. This has been another episode of the Cinematography for Actors podcast. Follow us on wherever you listen to your podcast to keep up to date on new episode releases. We will be live through August 20th here at Holly Shorts Film Fest. If you're here, drop in and say a little hello at the VIP lounge. We also want to thank our sponsors, Apogee, Film Tools, Roscoe, Lightstone Rentals, Canon, and First Mile Tech. As a special gift to you listeners, we partnered with We Make Movies to get you a discount on comprehensive production insurance packages. Use code CFA23 on your intake form for 10% off your quote by visiting wemakemovies.org slash insurance. If you missed any of our live streams, you can watch all of our interviews on our YouTube channel, Cinematography for Actors. And make sure you follow us on Instagram at Cinematography for Actors. You can also catch us in a more formal setting on Monday, August 14th at Japan House for a panel discussion on the importance of bridging the gap between talent and crew. You can get 20% off of your ticket purchase by using the code HSFF2023CFA at checkout. Thanks!